week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Yvette, who is with the Community Health Care Center. Yvette, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, Pete. Thank you so much for having me join your show. Well, thanks for coming down and thanks for some time tonight. So Yvette, can you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with Community Health? Sure. Um, so I'm Yvette Highsmith-Francis. I am currently a Regional Vice President with Community Health Center, Inc. Uh, we are a statewide, federally qualified health center. And so Community Health Center provides access to comprehensive outpatient services that includes medical, dental, and behavioral health services in 15 different cities and towns across the state of Connecticut. Um, I've been with the organization for 26 years this year. And so I've had an opportunity to be a part of our growth and development um, and just have stayed so true to the mission of the organization, which is what attracted me to it is that healthcare is a right and not a privilege. Now, what is the mission statement of the organization? So really that, that healthcare is a right and not a privilege. Okay. You know, we are so committed to ensuring that all of Connecticut's residents have access to quality health services that are affordable and accessible, um, that are culturally relevant, um, and that irrespective of an individual's socioeconomic status, whether they have insurance coverage or not, um, whether or not they are proficient in English, um, none of those things should matter or should be a barrier to accessing quality health services. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about Community Healthcare's current vac vaccination. So um, Pete, as you know, um, Community Health Center Inc. has been uh, frontline response to the COVID-19 pandemic since uh, COVID you know, reared its ugly head in Connecticut back in the spring of 2020. And so our, our work started primarily with focusing on our established patients and making sure that they had access to COVID testing. But then the governor's office reached out um, as the governor was really looking to make sure that all of Connecticut's residents had access to COVID testing at that time testing resources were pretty limited. You had to have insurance coverage. You had to have a doctor's order. You had to be sick. And so there were very few people in the state who were getting tested. But because of our commitment to ensuring that all Connecticut's residents have equitable access to all health services, we really look at the work that we're doing responding to the pandemic under that same umbrella in that everyone should be able to be tested um, as well as vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And and so um, we have a pretty expansive COVID testing network across the state. We are uh, testing for COVID in 19 different locations across the state, as well as we have four mobile testing teams that um, partner with a host of community partners to do what we call pop-up testing events in a series of locations um, across the state on a daily basis. And, and so our testing efforts remain in place. And I, I know we're gonna talk about the vaccine, um, but I also don't wanna lose sight um, for your viewing audience around the importance of still getting tested for COVID-19. Um, the vaccine is, is only available to 
certain groups of individuals at this particular time. Mm -hmm. And even for those individuals, after you've gotten the first dose of the vaccine, you still have to follow the precautionary measures and to maintain um, that diligence so that we are not um, contracting or spreading the virus. And I was actually, I was actually doing some research the other day for tonight's show. And from what I understand, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you get one of the vaccines from one of the manufacturers, you have to get the second dose of the same vaccine from the same manufacturer? That is correct, Pete. And why is that? Well, you know, it's it's a series, right? Okay. And so, you know, the, the vaccines being manufactured by different pharmaceutical companies, you, you want to, in order to have the effectiveness of the vaccine, you want to follow it as prescribed, so to yeah. speak, just to kind of translate into layman's terms. You know, you wouldn't take one pill for high blood pressure from one manufacturer today and another from a different manufacturer's tomorrow. Exactly. Um, and while this is a vaccine and not a prescription medication, you still want to stay with that same manufacturer. Fortunately, the um, vaccine administration maintenance system or VAMS, the software that's put out by the Center for Disease Control, yeah. really supports individuals in making sure that um, they're getting that second dose either from the same place they got the first dose. If you do that, that's the easiest way to make sure that you're getting your vaccine from the same manufacturer, but also to support the tracking around that. At Community Health Center Inc., where we have now stood up um, many COVID vaccine clinics across the state and are, are going to continue to expand on that, we will be using one uh, type of vaccine at our location so that if you get your first dose with us, you know that that second dose will be from that same manufacturer. Now, how do they decide who gets the who gets the vaccine in what order? Mm -hmm. So that's a great question. You know, there are um, advisory committees on the federal level as well as on our state level. And so our governor has convened, you know, an excellent committee of subject matter experts um, across a host of, of arenas in healthcare. And they're really looking at the, the prevalence of positivity rates, looking at vulnerability and, and making those decisions. Those are, those are difficult decisions to make because we all know we all should be preparing ourselves to get the vaccine. And so the staggered approach is a little different, you know, um, however, I think we've got, you know, great individuals who are on that advisory committee to help make that decision. Now, how easy is it if you want to go get tested to go up to one of your locations? Do you have to make an appointment? What's the, can you maybe explain the process to us? We'd love to. So we hope that we have made it as easy as possible. Um, so no appointments are necessary and all of our COVID testing is drive up, walk up. And so um, there's equity there in that if you have a vehicle, you show up in your vehicle, you're gonna stay in your vehicle the entire time. But if you don't, um, you're able to walk up and we can still test individuals in a safe identified area for those who are walking up. 
Uh, we do have lots of people who walk up for testing because our locations are in the heart of, of the communities that yeah. we're in. And so they are accessible by foot. Um, and, you know, again, no appointment is necessary. So we are testing seven days a week. So every day of the week from 830 to four o'clock, our testing is available to the public at large. Um, it is free. There's no cost um, for our testing. We don't ask for any insurance information. You don't need to have insurance coverage. Um, we test everyone. Uh, we actually have some great folks on our staff who are amazing with kids and so are able to really car side or, um, you know, with uh, families who walk up are able to engage very young children and helping make them comfortable around being tested. And we're using the gold standard, the PCR test. And that test is effective, Pete, whether someone has symptoms or not. And so we are really testing everyone. We recently today, um, because we are so committed and we, we understand the importance of getting the test results back, mm -hmm. um, in order to make sure that if you test with us, you're gonna get your results back within 48 hours, we have shifted with another laboratory um, process. And that process allows individuals to collect their own specimen for the COVID-19 test. Right. And so if you've been tested with us previously, you had one of our staff actually do the nasal swab for you. Yep. But starting today, we've um, rolled out a different type of test kit that allows people to very easily and comfortably collect their own specimen. And so it's a little, it's a shorter one-sided um, Q-tip or a, a swab and you just sort of go about a half inch into your nostril and swirl just three quick times on each side and you're done. And so today we had a very successful rollout of that. Um, we were able to get um, our community members who have been coming to us for testing very comfortable and, and satisfied with that process. And again, I think one thing that everyone will be pleased about is being able to get your results um, within that two day window. Now, once you once you do once you do the test yourself, you obviously mail it back to the lab, and then they process it. Is that correct? So our uh, test results are picked up by the lab on a daily basis. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So still, nothing changes in our process. All of our locations remain the same. And for anyone who's looking for those locations, you can go to our website, okay. www.chc1.com, and you'll see all of the locations where we are currently doing COVID testing. Again, seven days a week, 8.30 to 4 o'clock at all locations. First responders are prioritized at all of our locations throughout the course of our day. And we do have a few locations where we have a special hour at the end of the day that is dedicated only to first responders. Um, under that umbrella are educators. And so we realize that educators may not be able to get to our testing locations Monday through Friday before four o'clock. Right. And so we have a few locations that are identified um, to test those first responders from four to five o'clock. And that's also on our website. Cool. Yvette, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Absolutely, Pete. All right, we'll be right back. About how we're gonna defeat COVID-19. Well, 
We got to bring our A game. What's our A game? Here's the strategy. Get tested. Stay social distancing. Wear masks. Community Health Center has testing sites all over the Connecticut. Open seven days a week. And they're free for anybody. Babies, students, senior citizens, anybody. So go in and get tested. That's how we can all stay undefeated. Find a location near you at chc1.com. Community TV. Your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Yvette from Community Health. Yvette, welcome back. Thank you so much, Pete. Thank you. Thanks for sticking around. So we were talking, talking a little bit in the first segment about community health and all the wonderful work that you guys do. I was wondering maybe if we can open up this segment talking about the location test sites and how easy the testing process is. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, so we are in uh, 19 locations across the state, Pete, and it really spans the state. So we are in Enfield, um, Central Connecticut with locations in Hartford, Middletown, down the Route 9 corridor in uh, Hemanasset, um, Old Saybrook, Groton, New London, and then over to the western portion of the state with locations in Bristol and Waterbury and Meriden and uh, uh, Fairfield County with locations in Norwalk, um, two locations in Stamford and Danbury as well. And again, those locations are open seven days a week, eight. 30 to four o'clock. And again, our testing is no cost to anyone. Um, you don't need to have a doctor's order in advance of the test. You don't need to make an appointment. Um, you just need to show up. We have an online registration that you can access on our website. Um, if not, when you drive up or walk up, if you have a smartphone, we're gonna give you a QR code to scan. It will take you to our online registration form. You can fill that out. If you're not comfortable using the technology, that's okay as well. We have a paper registration form that is also available on our website. So if you wanted to fill that out in advance and print it and bring it with you, you can do that or we'll give it to you when you show up at one of our testing locations and you can fill it out um, while you are in your vehicle or while you have walked up to be tested. And so again, we've worked really hard with our community partners um, and the community to get feedback on how do we make testing as accessible and convenient and barrier-free as possible. So again, we can get as many Connecticut residents tested so we can find ourselves on the other side of this pandemic as quickly as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And how easy is it to get tested? So it's, it's really easy. Um, you register and you get your nose swabbed and, and that's, that's that. And as I mentioned earlier, you can do a self swab now. And so you have a lot of control over that process. Um, so it is very quick and easy. And again, as people shared with us today, um, a very 
you know, simple process. It is observed. And so we have one of our staff that's there to explain the process to you um, and to support you or to coach you if you need it um, mm -hmm. through that process. So it's, it's very easy and very barrier free. And again, because we test everyone, um, your whole family can come and be tested. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, on a personal note, it's a great service you guys are doing. I've gotten tested a couple times at your locations and it's been super quick and super easy actually. And we appreciate that, Pete. I appreciate you visiting a couple of our different testing locations and, and really seeing um, what we're offering in various communities. And, you know, again, Pete, if I could just share quickly, um, the work that we're doing is so important, but we really we haven't been able to do this by ourselves. And okay. so our partners have been first and foremost, the state and the governor's office, really our governor's leadership around standing up um, statewide accessible COVID testing has been quite remarkable. And, but also in order to do this and still be a healthcare home to over 100,000 Connecticut residents, we had to use more than just our existing staff to do this work. We have used our staff. Um, we redeployed our entire dental team to support our COVID testing initiative. And we have staff that are so dedicated to this work. We have many people who are working seven days a week to make sure that we're responding appropriately to the pandemic. But we also have a great partner in the National Guards. We have hundreds of National Guard soldiers that are working with us to do this work. And so to the family and the friends and to those National Guard soldiers themselves who might be a part of your listening audience, I yep. say again, a hearty thank you on behalf of Community Health Center Inc. and the hundreds of thousands of individuals who have tested with us for COVID-19. We also have been able to hire a, a huge workforce of temporary employees to help us do this work. And so that has been a benefit to folks who might have had their employment impacted by the pandemic. So folks who either lost their jobs or had their income impacted, have been able to join us to help us do this work. It's also been a wonderful opportunity for college students while they were home from break and also a great opportunity for people who have full-time jobs, but said, you know, I want to be on the right side of this by being a part of um, getting us on the other side of the pandemic. And so it's been a wonderful opportunity for us to engage Connecticut's residents in this work, not just on the receiving end of getting a COVID test, but also on the delivery end. And so we are really appreciative that we've been able to do this. And as I mentioned, the community organizations where we do these mobile pop-up events, yep. you know, places of worship, civic organizations, senior centers, uh, congregate living facilities, homeless shelters, places that have uh, the health and wellness of the people that they serve at the forefront who have partnered with us to bring COVID testing to those locations. We applaud and celebrate them, and we are so grateful for those continued and those deepened partnerships as we do this work. Absolutely. And I see that you get the Community Health has partnered with Gino Oriama from UConn. We have. 
he is an, an amazing, you know, partner and trusted messenger. And and again, you know, um, we all admire him and love to see him coaching the players on the court. And so we we also appreciate his coaching of us around following those precautionary measures and making sure that you know we're getting out there and getting tested. Absolutely. And, you know, Pete, I just am hoping I can just take a minute and talk a little about the COVID-19 vaccine Absolutely. as Community Health Center Inc. is also parallel to the work that we're doing around testing is also now standing up uh, vaccine clinics across the state. And we are following the guidelines from the advisory committee around who's eligible to be vaccinated. Right now, um, in this first cohort, it is uh, first responders who are being vaccinated. And we're awaiting the um, green light in terms of the guidance for the next cohort of individuals who are eligible. We're anticipating that those will be our elders and that we will be able to vaccinate those individuals who are 75 and older. And so we just want people to be prepared um, so that when you are vaccine eligible, that you know where you can go to get the vaccine. We are set up at many of our clinic locations when you register in the Vaccine Administration Maintenance System or better known as VAMS, mm -hmm. you will have the opportunity to see the appointments that are available at our clinic. This is a little different and that um, you will need to schedule appointments. Um, and so you, there is some pre-registration that needs to happen around that. And so we just appreciate everyone being engaged and informed and, and making the best decision for their health and wellness as an individual, but also for our health and wellness as a, as a broader community. Absolutely. And I'll be obviously once the vaccine is available to you it's it's easy to, it's probably really easy to go get vaccinated if you choose to it is and and again you know we are looking at ways to uh do some drive-through vaccine clinics so that we can make it as easy as it is for COVID testing um right now they are by appointment and they are in our facilities but in very short order uh, we hope to be announcing drive-through vaccine opportunities that again just make it um, as barrier-free for people as possible. Wow, it seems, seems really easy. So if, if I could just share a little personal note, Pete, sure, um, I did get my first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine a couple weeks ago now, and, okay. um, and it was pretty easy. Uh, one of our nurses on our team administered the vaccine to me. Uh, I had some mild um, soreness at the site of the injection, but not anything any different from when I've gotten a flu shot before, right. or if I've had to get an injection in, in my muscle. Um, but it really wasn't horrible. I had heard a couple people say, oh, I couldn't lift my arm at all. I have to say that was not my experience. I, I did, you know, have a little tenderness, right. certainly knew that I had gotten the shot, but Absolutely. no different than any other vaccine that I've gotten over the, the course of my life that was, you know, a muscular injection. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to getting my second dose um, in just a couple weeks. And wow. so, um, you know, really encourage folks to listen to uh, reputable and trusted sources for information in making the decision. Um, 
and taking advantage of the opportunity to be vaccinated when you are eligible. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they can go get that info, get information on your website. What types of other information can they find on your website? So that's a great question. Our website is a wealth of information about who we are as an organization. As much as our focus right now is around the COVID-19 pandemic, we are still every day providing um, the best comprehensive health care to um, Connecticut's residents. And so if you go to our website, you'll learn a little more about what we offer as a healthcare home, where our locations are. We are available both in person and also using telehealth. So similar to you and I meeting tonight like this, mm -hmm. uh, P our patients are able to talk to their healthcare providers so they can do a medical appointment, a behavioral health appointment, all using uh, all the you know connectivity via telehealth. Mm -hmm. and and so um, we are taking new patients. And so if you don't have a healthcare home, I think if there's anything that this pandemic has reminded us about is how important healthcare is and how important it is to have an established relationship with a healthcare provider. And Absolutely. so we would love to welcome any new patients. We take care of the full life cycle. So from newborn babies to our elders are able to get their health care with us. Um, we have a broad range of healthcare providers that run from board certified physicians to advanced practice nurse practitioners to psychiatrists and licensed clinical psychologists and dentists and hygienists and pediatricians. And um, we also deliver obstetric and prenatal care in two of our, three of our locations. Okay. And so are very happy to welcome anyone who is looking to establish with a healthcare home. Wow, you guys are a very busy organization. We are, and I didn't even touch the surface. We have a whole uh, research institute and training initiatives. And so if there's anyone who's looking for perhaps a career change right. in this pandemic, we have a National Institute for Medical Assistant Advancement. Um, so if anyone is looking to become a certified medical assistant, we have a wonderful, high quality, affordable training program um, that is available as well. We've got a little bit more time left, so before we say goodnight, let's talk about the website one more time. Sure, so the website is chc1.com, that's the numeric one. And again, we are Community Health Center, Inc., a statewide, federally qualified health center with locations in 15 different cities or towns across the state of Connecticut. And I would be remiss, Pete, if I didn't share that we also provide healthcare services in almost 200 schools across wow. the state of Connecticut. And so we are providing medical, dental, and behavioral health services to our uh, Connecticut school-aged children in the space that they usually spend most of their time in, which is schools. Absolutely. But in this new world of telehealth, we were still able to provide health services to our students, even if they were uh, schooling remotely or on a hybrid schedule, our clinicians and staff were able to use telehealth to see kids as well. Absolutely. Yvette from Community Health, thanks for some time and we'll, we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much, Pete. Delighted to join you. Thank you. On behalf of Yvette, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.